good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're very loud. I told you. It carries. It does carry. Turn down a little bit. Uh, welcome back to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. I am Amy. I'm Casey. And today we are doing something new. Yes, new. New. We are going to be sorting uh, fictional characters into Hogwarts houses yes. as we determine they should be. It's like a double nergative. <laughs> it's, it's got layers. Like an ogre. Onions have layers. Ogres are Cakes right. have layers. We're not like cakes. Ogres are not, not like cakes. cakes. Now that we've shown a little bit of nerds, let's draw names out of a hat and put them into Hogwarts houses. Or are you saying let's draw names out of a flash hat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also worth mentioning. Yes. All right. So uh, we both wrote down names separately from each other and tore them into pieces to put in a hat. So we don't know what each other wrote. It's like scenes from a hat except sorts from a hat. Sorts, Sorts from, from a hat. hat. Boom. High five. See, you can hear the high five. <laughs> you can tell that we really actually will make contact. <laughs> uh, all right. So why don't you go first, Casey? All right. With it Ooh, being... No, what? let them hear this rustle of paper. It's ASMR. Ooh. Today, we are sorting into Hogwarts house. Ah, I got one of mine. Oh. Scott Lang. Ooh. A.K.A. Ant-Man. Indeed. Yeah, I purposely didn't write some things because I figured you would write them. Ah, uh, yes. Well, here we go. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. That's, I was thinking about it. It's a little tough because he's, you know, he's done some wrong, but at the same time he's trying to do better and is a little bit of a goof. Like, I would say Hufflepuff, maybe? Like, I, even though he's done some wrong things, still a little bit of a Hufflepuff? I would also say Hufflepuff because <laughs> his general drive is family. Yeah. And uh, drive is like the loyalty to the people he cares about, which yeah. is like very Hufflepuffy. Yeah. Like, it, he might not be always good at being the good guy. Yeah. But he always wants to be a good guy. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was easy. Wow. Yeah. All right. It's so real. It's like <laughs> we're actually there. Geralt. 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 God. Geralt. Geralt, sorry. Geralt of Rivia from I know the Witcher. Who, I know who Geralt is. I just didn't know how to read it. Yes, Geralt of Witcher, of, of the Witcher. Okay, I did not play Witcher. I only know it vicariously through Casey and a bunch of other sources. Well, there's a statue up there. As what does that tell you? As he looks down upon us. Because he, he uses, he does actually use spells, so this is one of the few I have that actually is a spellcaster. He's a magic user. Yes. Because uh, uh, he's like a person for hire, and he only does work if he's being paid. But, but he still has a sense of good, and, uh, you know, they say that when you become a witcher, you're stripped of all emotions. Uh, through the mutation, but he still has some, and he obviously has feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say probably a Gryffindor still. He's definitely got some other qualities. I don't think he's quite a Slytherin. Well, what what drives him? Is my question. Is it is what drives him furthering his himself, like 
uh, because he's doing it for money. I think, well, the reason, I think that's kind of why I go Gryffindor, because at the end of the day, he does want to help people, but there's that sense of adventure, that call to adventure that mm. he can't get rid of. Okay. And while he may disguise it in, like, trying to earn money and, you know, make a living, which he certainly does, um, I think he would never show it, but it's all about the thrill of adventure and battle. Okay. So... Then That's why I'm leaning more towards Gryffindor. I will then agree with your Gryffindor for now. Okay. Because, just based on what I know, because, again, I don't know. Actually, another Carol. argument could be made for Ravenclaw just because he's so knowledgeable and he tracks things but and he's if, very... But the Ravenclaw doesn't have a call to adventure. Yeah. In a general sense. Yeah. So if, if his main drive is call to adventure, I will go with Gryffindor. Let's say maybe he's a Ravenclaw on the surface or wants people to think he's a Ravenclaw, but he's a Gryffindor at heart. Sure. We can go with that. Gryffindor! Gryffindor! Oh, wait, no. It's your turn. No, shuffle your papers. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> Let's see. Aaron Burr, sir. I wrote the sir on there. Oh, Because nice. in, the, in the, the parody I was in, he got a Christmas present, and it said Aaron Burr, Burr sir, sir, on it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Mm. I mean, I have my answer. I'm going to say Ravenclaw? Is that what you have? Or Hufflepuff? I say, oh, you have Slytherin? I say Slytherin. Hmm. Because he, his drive is to be the best at everything and to be known as being the best, which is an ambitious trait, which yes. is Slytherin, as well as he's willing to seize all the opportunities that he sees, which is Slytherin. And he waits for it. Like a snake. Like a snake in You the have face. convinced me. Yes. My plan is working. I have very few that I have like big like opinions on. Yeah, that one I was just, I was like I needed to think about it a little bit, but I was curious. And you answered that for me. Yes. I am fully convinced. Yes. He is a snake. A snake. And I say this as a snake. Yes, my phone is ringing. It's too far away. Well, that's what happens when you charge it. It has to, to go away. It does. Reach into the hat. We're doing really well with this. Yeah. Dang. We don't have to go on long-winded conversations like we do in the past. Jake Peralta. Oh! <laughs> not mine. I did not put that in there. No? No. I so did. that's not a double. No. I can go ahead and confirm that is not a double. Ha ha. <laughs> I couldn't recognize my own handwriting. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know... Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my favorite shows. Me too. Especially one of my favorite sitcoms. It's part of the holy trinity of The Office, Parks and Rec, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, uh, and I, I guess, when did we start watching? A couple months ago? Yes. Yeah, we started watching a couple months ago, and it's an incredible show with all sorts of wonderful things about it, inclusion and all that fun stuff. Definitely check it out if you haven't watched it, because the internet has spoken, and it is safe. It is alive. It is alive and well. Uh, Jake Peralta's a Gryffindor if I've ever seen one. And you're going to fight me on it. Are you going to fight me? Mm-hmm. Because he's brave, he's got a call to adventure more than the rest of the team, and he makes rash decisions like it was breakfast. No, I will agree. He's a stereotype Gryffindor. Yeah. Because he's the one who doesn't have the wherewithal to think first. He definitely acts before thinking. 
I think if we gave him a subcategory, it would be Hufflepuff. Because he just likes people. He, and he is very loyal to his team. Yep. But, but I agree. I would, I would the go... The Gryffindor, Gryffindor much more outshines that uh, to a fault. No, I would, I would agree. I wrote that without having a, a fully formed answer. Yeah. But, no, he is definitely like a rush into a situation kind of person, which is very Gryffindor. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would agree. Very Gryffindor. Proud of you. <laughs> Let's see. Of course I get my... I, I, I picked this one. Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. Ah, yes. Uh, and we're gonna... I was gonna go comic book character. Okay. Not necessarily uh, the TV show. I was actually gonna go the comic book character. I have to go TV show because I'm more familiar. Okay. Well, we can do... We can answer both. We can answer as both. separate entities. Uh, well, we'll start with TV show since that's what you know. Yeah. I would say maybe a Slytherin. It's, See, he my, walks a fine line. My cause... first thought was Slytherin. And I would think like a Merlin sort of Slytherin where it's like his intention is to do good, but he wants to do it his own way. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it, It's not the fact that he walks a thin line that I think he would be a Slytherin. It's that he believes in his... And this is why I was also kind of debating Gryffindor, because he walks his line with his own sense of justice. Yeah. And... He's kind of a mix... I That was my other thing, because I'm like, he might be a Gryffindor, but there's a bit I of think a, there's the sneakiness that yeah. he has makes him a Slytherin. So you think he is a Slytherin, or is he a Gryffindor with Slytherin tendencies, or a Slytherin with Gryffindor tendencies? I would say a Slytherin with Gryffindor tendencies, because... Is he's it possible too, to evolve? Because I feel like he was a Gryffindor before he became the Green Arrow. You know? Um, but I mean, I know that doesn't really... Ch you don't I, really change I, over time. Like, you, your sorting is know. kind of forever. I don't think that he actually, as his core being, like, maybe the way he goes about things change. I don't maybe think. he's a, a Gryffindor that chose to be a Slytherin as a sacrifice to everyone around him. I, no, I just... I feel like... He thinks so highly of his version of what should happen. Yeah. And that, to me, is very Slytherin mm -hmm. in the, I'm right, I don't care if you think I'm right, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do, mm -hmm. which to me is very Slytherin because it's the, he's yeah. going to do it anyway. Yeah. That or, is one of his strongest traits, so I'll give you that one. Yeah. And to me, that's very Slytherin. Uh, I think... So we'll go with that one yep. for the TV And character. not just because he's green. Right. <laughs> Although it does work out pretty well. It really does. Uh, but his comic book counterpart, well, it came first, but uh, the comic book character is very Gryffindor. He's very, ha-ha. Yes. He's very, like, old school Errol Flynn. He's uh, very Robin Hood. Yes. All the influences yeah. are very obvious. Influences obvious. Because <laughs> uh, most of the way that I know the comic book character is more the uh, animated versions of Green yeah. Arrow that have been in like Justice League and that kind of stuff, mm. which I would definitely classify as a Gryffindor. Yeah, and proud of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Depends now on which I version. really want you to do a skit as like comic book Oliver Queen singing one of the songs from Robin Hood Men in Tights. I will do that. I will gladly do that. <laughs> Anything to get me to be the the Green Arrow, 
And you know what? If you just wanna, if you just wanna do a movie, I'll do that too. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that budget yet. Shout but... out to DC if you wanna just do a use the Green Arrow of the movie. I just like how we just we've only pulled like one that I put in there so far. <laughs> Let the magic of the hat continue. Maybe it needs to be shuffled more. Maybe. This one's mine. Steven Universe. Ah, uh, yes. It's your handwriting. Yes. Did you also put in Steven Universe? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's okay. A couple of the ones that we've already pulled, I put in as well. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, well... We watch a lot of the same things. Yes. Uh, I put Steven, but I kind of did that as a thing for Steven and then maybe the other gems. The, the other I gems. put them separately. Okay, so we'll get to them. So Possibly. Steven, I would say Gryffindor, yeah? I would say Hufflepuff. He does Actually, not want to fight. He is not in search of adventure. He is in search of having a good time with all the people that he loves and protecting them. That's why his gem weapon is a shield. Yeah. He's just there to protect people, which I do get is a Gryffindor trait, but the way that he does it, which is kindness and, like, support and I want to be there for you, is very Hufflepuff. Actually, I mean, once you've said Hufflepuff... I actually, like, immediately changed my answer, yeah. so you already convinced me. <laughs> yes. Well done. Ha-ha. Yeah. I was like, nope, loyalty, family, family, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And he likes food, and Hufflepuff is situated right next to the kitchens. I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I don't know if he's good at finding things, though. Let's see. Amy Santiago. Yeah! Uh, I'm going to go Ravenclaw on this one. I agree. I almost want to say Hufflepuff, just because. Yeah, that's the want to be liked nature yeah. of her, and like. But that's but that's only for one person. Everyone else already likes her. Yeah. Well, she also still wants. It's also like she wants to be cool, yeah. which I feel like sometimes gets like shoved onto Hufflepuff because yeah. they are like the less like talked about popular house. Right. And so like her want to be cool. Was reminds me of Hufflepuff, but in general, she wants to be the smartest and known as being like the smart one. Yeah. So she reminds me of what Hermione would have been as a Ravenclaw. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, just let's say, I mean, well, you get to meet her family. This is Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine Nine. The other yeah. The other character from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, I would say a Ravenclaw from a lineage of Hoofly Poofs. Yes. She's the soft, squishy Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oui. Three D experience. We have a first duplicate. Ah yes. Steven Universe. Sweet. We've already. So I think. <laughs> no. No. Go no, no. again. Uh, you got a you got a double. You got a dupe. Ooh, skinny. Yeah. T'Challa. Oh. Nice. Thanks. Uh, that was mine. Hmm. I think... Oh, yes. You, you start, because you pulled it. Yeah. I think he is a Gryffindor, but he's the regal kind of Gryffindor that Gryffindor's wish was their reputation. More of a Godric, maybe. Yes. He yes. Was, like, the... Like, he has that regalness of, like, the regal lion. You know what is I mean? Is Dumbledore uh, a Gryffindor? I believe so, yes. Because, yeah. 
I believe I so. Because so. he's more so he's more on the Dumbledore side then. Yeah. Well, like McGonagall's also a Gryffindor. Yeah. And he fits that. Yeah. Thing. Very much. Bloop. Hello. Um, and I think he's just like. It, a lot of it has to do with he's a leader, and he wants to be a leader, which is yeah. very... The the big thing for me that makes him a Gryffindor, or, like, solidifies it for me, is when everyone's telling him, you need to stay and be a king, and he's like, no, I need to go take care of this for my yep. people. So, if that's not adventure-seeking, it, it's adventure-seeking. It, it, it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, he he likes a suit. He likes, he likes what he does. He does, and he is willing to put himself into the dangerous situations for the sake of justice and I mean, and his, good. his instinct was to literally jump on a grenade for, him, yep. for someone. We knew he would survive, but still. But it, that's very Gryffindor. Yeah. Sam Winchester. Sam Winchester. For all the Supernatural fans out there. I knew you would do the Winchester, so yes. I, I didn't. <laughs> you reframed, Yes. <laughs> Uh, I would say Ravenclaw for Sam. I agree. He's the research dude he's, through and through. He's book smart. He likes learning. Yeah. Like he was like, I don't want to be a hunter. I want to go study law. Right. Uh, and he got pulled back into that life, and he knows that at the end of the day, that is his life. But he does it from a more practical uh, standpoint than say others in his family. I don't know why I'm really popular right now. Because podcasts. All the sounds. All the sounds. Yeah, pretty easy one. Yep. Uh, I think he has... He's a bit more reckless than the regular yeah. Ravenclaw, but he's definitely Ravenclaw. But that's just because of his life and not really by design, I would say. Yeah. That's why, like, rather than being, like, Hermione, who is, you know, she likes the adventure, but also studying, mm-hmm. he likes studying, but also adventure. Yeah. Amethyst. Hmm. Well, you go first. Gryffindor. Because she just wants to get in there. Yeah. And, like, she has, like, her her soft, squishy side, but so do Gryffindors. Yeah. But, um... If she was a little more... I use this phrase lightly because it's not the word, but a little more uptight, a little bit more restricted, there's a better word, yeah. uh, than I would say maybe on the Slytherin side. But because she's... I don't think she ever has enough sneakiness. Like, I don't think... it. She has her, like, trickstery little moments, but it's not... But it's from, like it's a Fred and George from, thing. Yeah, it comes from a very different place. Yeah, because yeah. she reminds me of, like, Fred and George, who like yeah. to be mischievous, but in the end, like, they're there for... They're there for people. Yeah. But she's I'm more saying, in like, your face than I'm just hole. saying if, if her personality went a different way, that's probably where she would yeah. land. But, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. Cool. Your turn. Wee! Ooh, one fell out. No, a few four of out. them fell out. All right. We have I told time. you 3D experience. <laughs> Multidimensional. Spock. Spock. Go ahead. Ra- Ravenclaw? No. I say Gryffindor. Really? Yes. Well, I'm sure you have a long-winded explanation for this, so go ahead. Wow. I love your faith in me. <laughs> uh, 
he defies everything. So he, you know, he's a Vulcan. He's supposed to go to the Science Academy. He says, no, screw you. He goes to the other thing. He decides to put himself in front of everybody else to sacrifice himself multiple times in many universes. He is extremely brave and out there and pushes boundaries where he doesn't have to. If he was a regular, like, quote-unquote Vulcan who, like, stayed, studied, and did all that, that would be one thing. But he consistently puts himself out there into the adventure and into, like, the danger that's too Gryffindor for me to say that he's a Ravenclaw. So you're saying he told the Sorting Hat he did not want to be Ravenclaw. Yeah, because, so, like, the reason I would put him in Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw is because he's smart, but he chooses to be brave. Okay. And that's how I see it. I is, love Spock. Is it, is it, it's fine. Yeah. You didn't tell me. You, do you think so? You thought Ravenclaw? Yeah, but, I mean, you know the character better than I do, so. Pearl. I'll give you that. Uh, well, you, yeah. I would say she's a very unique Gryffindor. Not Ravenclaw? So she's smart and all that, but... And we haven't got that far into the series enough for all of it to come forward, but Pearl is someone who, by design, was meant to be dainty and delicate and pretty and chose to train herself how to fight so she could defend the people that she loves. So she's more of a Hermione kind of Gryffindor. Yeah, I, I would say so. Just because she chose to learn how to fight and battle and do all these kind of things. Like, she chose to learn, but she chose to do it for the benefit of other things and to put herself in the danger. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think, like, she would be someone who, like, she would go up to the thing and think that she was going to end up in Ravenclaw and then end up in Gryffindor and be like, what? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. And then realize later. Yep. Okay. We have time for a couple more. Okay. Peridot. <laughs> uh, Slytherin? I would say... I mean, I know at this point you're going to disagree I, with everything, so... I'm not going to disagree with everything. Uh, I would actually put Peridot in Ravenclaw, because she defines herself by her smarts, and she's like a nerd. Like, and I mean this in like the best way. She's like a nerd who's trying to be cool... That's fair. She's just very... Uh, she wants... She would want to be, like, the smart Slytherin, but she doesn't have the actual sneakiness. She's too much like... Well, she's very... She's kind of like Sheldon from Big Bang. Yes. Yeah. Like, just very factual, not emotional. I mean, she, she gets emotional, yeah. but, like, she relies on the facts. Yes. More than anything else. Yeah. And I think that's very Ravenclaw. All right, fine. I'm not trying. I can't help it that we just keep pulling these. Bones. Leonard McCoy, also known as Bones. Oh, I was thinking uh, from the TV show Bones. Oh, no. Temperance Brandon. Temp no, uh, Leonard McCoy. So, Bones from Star Trek. You pulled it. Oh, yes. He... Let's see. He's hard. Yeah. He's got a mix of a lot of things. He does. It's one of those... Mm, b -b 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 I... 
I I volley between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Yeah. Cause like. He, I was leaning as the more I thought about it, I was Ravenclaw and then kind of shifted more towards Hufflepuff. I know, like I think he would like argue being in Hufflepuff. Yeah. But he is so driven by emotions and he wants to help people. Yeah. Like he's like a prickly porcupine. He's all soft and gooey on the inside. He just doesn't want to let you know it. Yeah. And so I guess he's hoofly poof whether he likes it or not. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Your turn? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two or three more. Terry Jeffords from it's Jeffords. Jeffords. I yeah, couldn't remember. Yeah, with a DS. Yeah. Uh, well, when you hear it on TV, you're just like, I'm trying to Which is this Terry Crews' character from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. I would go Hufflepuff. Yes. Completely. <laughs> He's like family man to the very inner core of his inner core. Yep. He's uh, like... And he, yeah, he's like, I don't want to do, like, I, he does not go seeking adventure. No. He but, wants to be all nice and safe. But when the time calls for it. He'll stand up. He can he can defend anyone pretty well. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's, yeah. Terry loves Hufflepuffs. <laughs> and yogurts. And yogurts. <laughs> that was Again, an easy one. Food. He's yep. next to the. There you go. Yeah. All right. Saw how angry he got when he didn't have his food for Thanksgiving. Right. Ooh, this is a Casey one. Barry Allen. Uh huh. I just knew because there was coffee on the paper. Ah yes. Which is my fault, not Casey's <laughs> fault. Uh. Well, mm. should we, which, which one? Should we do both again? Yeah, I don't I was, know the comic as well. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit more... Boisterous? I was going to say stoic, like a little bit more... I don't know, I guess they both might be Gryffindor, uh, but the comic book character is a lot more reserved Yeah. than... Uh, than TV show Barry Allen. You could even argue Ravenclaw. See, I... I, th- I, would, I would say he has some Ravenclaw tendencies, but yeah. might still be in Gryffindor. What yeah. do you think? The two I was, like, deciding between were Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. Yeah. Because it's hard. I feel like Barry Allen, before becoming The Flash, might have been just Ravenclaw. But... But since Sorting Hat knows best, best and Sorting Hat I knows all... I think it would have put him in Gryffindor as- because he's just like, yeah. he pushes forward and. Because that even yeah. even then, even if he didn't know what he was doing, because there are episodes like where we run into Barry with no powers and he still is the throw himself on the grenade yeah. type. So, uh, I would say at his core, it's still a Gryffindor. Yeah, I would agree. And. And not just because of the red suit. Yeah, and while he's much more reserved, maybe I, I think at the end of the day, his. The comic book Barry Allen is still a Gryffindor, too. I, I think so, because I think the core of the character is yeah. that. Whereas, the like when we were talking about Oliver, his core tendencies are different between comic book and yeah. that. I don't think they are so much between with right. Barry. And there's always the argument of, well, TV show Barry Allen is just Wally West. So. But they have a wall. Yeah, so that made have... it more confusing. I know. <laughs> But, yeah, I would go Gryffindor. Yeah. All right, two more? Yeah. One for each of us. Captain James T. Kirk. James T. Kirk. 
Gryffindor. Ravenclaw. Oh my gosh. I know you're going to fight me on this because it's Star Trek, but I think he he's a very smart, intelligent person, but his whole thing is emotions. And This is how... this is. I differentiate between original series Kirk and J.J. Abrams Kirk. I'm, t- I'm talking original series. Okay. Because uh, J.J. Abrams Kirk is a Gryffindor. Original series Kirk is a Ravenclaw. Because he... Oh, oh, we, we're just putting a period at the end of that sentence, yes. huh? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, okay, I am. so there's like no he, debate. Just They talk about him in school and they call him a nerd. Because he did chess club and he was carrying books. They called him a walking stack of books with legs. But his whole thing, he is the captain of a ship that is designed to seek out new life. And, and whether... And... Yes, but he's a... You don't have to go for... I think adventure he, and violence are different things. But I'm not saying... Yes, but the whole point is to explore and learn. But he... But, whereas... And, and I get that, but I think... Underneath that all, he's it's the adventure side of it. To I think me, that his adventure is getting to understand all these things. To me, I think it's to me, I think it's a situation of Geralt. I see him. It's a very similar situation where on the surface he's very Ravenclaw, but at the core, still a Gryffindor. No, see, I think he is someone who on the surface appears very Gryffindor, but in the core is very Ravenclaw. Because he collects classic paperback books, despite the fact that they have no use anymore. He quotes uh, Shakespeare, and he quotes classic literature all the time. So Hermione is very book-driven herself. She is, but I feel like the core of his person is learning and, like, just exploring so he can know things versus exploring for the... Like, that kind of thing. I don't know. He's very Ravenclaw to me. I guess we'll have to disagree on this one. Well, I knew this would be one that we would disagree on. Yeah. And I will say that the way I mean, that he's portrayed in J.J. Abrams is more for that kind of adventure and less as the knowledge base. Yeah, that it's one... It's also because... A lot easier. <laughs> Kirk in the original series uses logic and his brain so much to solve everything. Like, he, he is I would just such say a smart man. I would just say on the flip side of that, that, I mean, we follow the trio in Harry Potter, the, the Gryffindor trio, and all they do is solve mysteries. Like, the first, I mean, the first few were very, they were straight-up mystery novels. So, I mean, he definitely has tendencies of both. You just say he weighs more on the Ravenclaw side, and I say he weighs a little bit more on the Gryffindor side. Yeah. So, the rest is up to you. Maybe we can have a vote. Maybe. You can try. Leave a review and tell us what you think. I also think that you're slightly biased because you identify with Kirk, and you yourself are a Gryffindor. No, I just, I have my reasons for it, and you have your reasons for it. We do. But yeah. If you put the trio of Star Trek. But you know what? At the end of the day, He's as the sorting Potter. hat, well, yes, but at the end of the day, he gets to choose. He does. He has a very strong input, so he could he could sway one way or the other, depending on what he wanted. Yeah. 
Maybe the sword and hat would have a very similar thing as with Harry. Hmm, difficult. Oh, very difficult. difficult. Alright, uh... Plenty of torn shirts, I see. <laughs> and we're... Is, was that your choose, choice? Uh, yeah, I picked it. Okay, so we have got... one more, so we're not gonna I'm hoping, end on There's one a... I hope you get. Oh, there's one I hope you get. Well, that's not pressure at all on me and my fingers. Harry Potter. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> of course it what is. What would he be? Uh, I, I, I'm curious to know <laughs> what your thoughts are. Well, you get to go first. I will admit to being a person who's read plenty of fan fiction when Harry Potter was sorted into Slytherin. Because <laughs> it's very interesting to me. I find the idea of uh, Slytherin and Harry Potter very cool. You mean uh, the... I mean, that's... Oh my gosh, what was the, what? the play? Oh, The Cursed Child? Yeah, that's that's kind of like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, that's basically it. With a, his son, yeah. Um, mostly because I think that would just be very interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Don't make J.K. Rowling come down here and backhand you for disagreeing with what she said. I know. I think, I mean, like, he's a Gryffindor. But I think it would have been really interesting to see what he would have been like as a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's your thoughts? That he's a Gryffindor. Yeah. I just think it would be very interesting to know what Slytherin Harry Potter would have been like. I mean, I feel like we get to see a little bit of Slytherin well, Harry Potter. What, so, this is, so this is where I was at. Movie Harry Potter is full on Gryffindor. Like full on in your face Gryffindor. Book Harry Potter has the tendency to have like a Slytherin side peek through. I mean, it's kind of like his dad. His dad was a Gryffindor through and through, but his dad was kind of a dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> so he inherited a little bit of that. That's why I always get mad when people You can be a Gryffindor yeah. and be a dick. Well, you can be a Slytherin and be nice. That's why I get mad when people just always sort villains into Slytherin. Because I'm like, okay. And I'm not saying that James Potter was a, was a villain. Don't, uh, don't put words in my mouth. But Peter Pettigrew was a Gryffindor. Right. And... The Marauders were a kind of bullies. Yeah. So like they're they're huge dicks. Yeah. Most, I mean, the least was serious. I think. No, the least was Remus. Oh yeah, I, f- I forgot about. It. I was I was just thinking of Peter, James, and uh, no, Remus was Sirius. the yes. one who was like, I turn into a werewolf every month. This sucks. The other three were like, Let's make Snape go visit you when you're a werewolf. Yeah, I forgot about Remus, but yes, I was. Since I forgot about him, I was thinking of Sirius as the lesser of the evils. No, but Sirius was just as much of a jerk as uh, James Potter. Yeah. I would just say James is number one jerk, if you ask me. Mm, minus I minus mean, the later Peter Pettigrew. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but yes, Gryffindors can be dicks. Slytherins can be nice. Ravenclaws can be not as nerds. They can be a little adventurous. And you can be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> also. <laughs> I, that said with love, my almost my entire family... Our Hufflepuffs. As we, as we are about to visit. Oh, yeah. We're going to go. Uh, we're taking a trip to Florida. Yeah. Is there stuff we sh- should do as a podcast that's Florida related? I do not know I don't, Florida things. I mean, I barely know Florida things. And I lived there for 18 years. <laughs> yes. I ha- But overall, I had to put that one in there just as a little <laughs> yeah. kind of a thing. And that's why I And won- you picked it. I you picked up for the last one today. High five. There you die, high five. Yes. 
we are real people existing in a real space. I think that does it. I think so, too. At least for now. So we have a full hat of stuff left still. Uh, we could do this again and either do, like, a themed episode or just another straight from the hat. But, like, we could do Disney characters. We could do yeah Marvel specifics. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I think we'll finish this list, though, because I'm curious. Yeah, and you're trying to peek. I'm not trying to peek. I just see mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Talk Nerdy to Me, Baby. Uh, we will see you next time. If you are a nice person and love nerdy stuff in Harry Potter and sorting stuff into houses, then leave a review on iTunes and give us a rating because it really helps people find this podcast as well as let us know in your comments and reviews what other kind of stuff you would like to hear us talk about. Anything to say, Casey? Bye. <laughs> Bye.